This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Jürgen, first of all, there's been reports out of Portugal that Jota could miss the World Cup. Can you bring us up to speed on exactly how serious his injury is? And also the fact that you're playing Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, what problems does that create for you in terms of looking after your player as well? For someone like Andy Robertson, for instance, just back from injury, played 99 minutes of the weekend. Yeah. yeah, really not good news. Not Yogo. Yes, he will miss the World Cup. Um, pretty serious injury in the muscle, calf muscle, um, and now we have to. The recovery starts, or the, the process starts. Let me say like this. Um, and yeah, so that's it, pretty much. Um, any, so that's the first diagnosis, which was pretty clear, and um, all the rest will now follow in the next in the next few days. So very sad news for the boy, for us of course as well, for Portugal, for everybody. So um, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, you're right. We have to. We need to have a look at that. And, uh, in general, we, we always try, um, and if we can um, uh, consider it line-wise, then we will do that. So we, we we see how the boys feel today when they come in. It's now second day after the game, and same moment, minus one, intense period. We are used to intense periods, so. Um, so not the biggest difference, but no, it's clear. Um, full energy will be required um, again against West Ham in a in a in a good moment. We have to say they're, they're just they have a similar start to the season like we had, I would say. But since then they they found their their way back and um, a, a really strong side. Just to clarify with you, does he need an operation? No. Okay. Uh, David Moyes said he hopes you are in the dugout. Tomorrow night. So part of this job is you want to play against the best, compete against them, and Jurgen is up there with them all. Do you know yet whether you're going to face a touchline ban? And do you agree with David Moyes as well when he says, "Look, anyone who's in that kind of situation would, would effectively feel the same." He says we have great respect for referees and the work they have to do. I hope in their way they will understand that for 90 minutes and a bit longer, we might lose our heads a little bit. Uh, I think I will be there tomorrow because we. Um, it's nothing. Uh, really, nothing really happened yet. But um, and I don't think that something will happen tomorrow. To be honest, um, a few hours before the game, um, I, I know where, where David is coming from. Yeah, that's clear. I still think I I should have dealt differently with the situation, um, which I actually do um, usually. Um, I said I explained it after the game. It's uh, but, uh, in this moment you could not bring me in uh, in this mood, no chance. But um, uh, the whole game led to that maybe a little bit. The way it went, the way it was a very very intense game with a lot of decisions we both managers didn't understand on both sides. Um, and this was then for me like uh, I don't know. In Germany, we say the one drop who let the bucket overflow. Does that make sense somehow? Yeah. Okay. Um, the uh, the uh, sorry again. Oh, okay. Good. I'm not sure I can use that because I still don't understand it. But um, no, I promise that I'm not happy with my reaction. But it's um, again that's the that's the the way it was, um, and uh, everybody saw it. Um, 
I was sitting after the game in the office of um, Anthony Taylor and spoke about completely calm about all the situations and um, how I saw how he saw the game and how I saw the game and um, and it was a completely calm discussion and um, but anyway that's the situation I got a red card and now we wait for um, the process pretty much. Clearly, it was a great win on Sunday. Absolutely. There has been fallout after it, though. Has that overshadowed the win at all? Because it, it should appears, not. But it, it, I'm just thinking it appears that the relationship between the two clubs is maybe fractured, and I wondered if where you see responsibility for trying to improve it. I'm not sure we have to be best friends with other clubs, to be honest, but um, I don't think anybody wants to be best friends with us, to be honest. Um, never heard about that, at least. It's not completely normal competition, but um, apart from that, again, it started here with a question and answered it, and, and then all the rest uh, was made of it. And I cannot, I know what I thought when I said it, and I thought I have put it all in perspective and said all um, how much I respect everything what they are doing, um, and then <laughs> yeah, obviously it was still not right for some. Um, but um, I think the most important thing I thought as a club, as a and as a team, together with our supporters, we showed an incredible performance on, on Sunday. Incredible performance. Yes, and if then something happens, um, if, if one guy throws a coin, and it's one, one fan, I think, um, and it's a massive mistake, definitely, and we'll, we'll get punished. Uh, and after the game, um, if something happens there, it's, again, it's one supporter or maybe two supporters and not all of them. And the, the, I think the whole, the, that's true. It looks like it gets overshadowed because it was an absolute brilliant performance against an incredibly strong side in a super intense game. Um, uh, outside of situations which I don't want to see in a football game because we have to save the players as well. That's a really big, that's a really important um, um, job as well that the referees have. Um, you could see how the game developed. You always got the players always tried a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. And in the end, wow, how how can you do that? And it, it, that's just not. And it was another game this season where I, but which I watched, where it was similar and ended up in red cards for the, for the for the coaches as well. It was Tottenham, Chelsea, Tottenham was it Chelsea? Yeah. You thought as well, watched the game and you thought in front of the television, oh my God, um, what's going on here? It was super intense. Um, and no excuse, that's not an, I don't use that as an excuse for me. It's just that's what, what was the game. And um, how I said, I thought the performance was outstanding individually as a unit as well. It was absolutely great. And after the game, then um, all the talks go about what I said and um, what I did and what. Um, people make of it, don't think that should be the case, but obviously I cannot change this. Um, Jürgen, in the context of the season, only 10 games in, 9 for Liverpool, um, how big was that result in terms of the Premier League? My English is not good enough. In, in the context of the season, I understood yeah. the question, um, my English is not good enough to express how important it was. Um, very from all different perspectives or whatever. It was the performance we needed, it was the way we had to defend, it was the way we had to commit, it was the way 
And again, I, I don't want to cut out our, our supporters because what they did so far in this season is absolutely exceptional. A very emotional crowd in a situation we all are a bit spoiled, like um, might be difficult sometimes, but in the, in the end the boys find a way. But our supporters understood pretty quickly in this season that it's um, obviously not um, a smooth start into the season and um, how they how they react and how they um, perform um, in the games, not in the home games, in away games as well. It's absolutely exceptional. I, I really don't take that for granted. And that makes it special. And then something like this is, is possible. So it was massive, this game. To, to, to win it was massive. You can lose this game 1-0 and play exactly the same game. And maybe then we see as well, OK, we can cause them problems on our day, stuff like this. But in the end, to really feel and use it in the end, you need the result as well. And that's what we got. Great result, obviously, but I guess it makes this game against West Ham even more important now to back it up. Look, no, when you when you create a start like we created, it, however we did that, um, um, there's a moment in the season when you realise, okay, that um, means now from now on, they're all finals. Um, and that's already a few weeks ago that we realized that. And so that means I'm not sure if you can give the West Ham game even more importance than we already put in um, because at 100% there's a natural barrier. But um, yes, it's very important, absolutely. And we, we respect uh, them a lot and they cause us a lot of problems here and there as well um, all the time because. Um, David is, is just doing an re- incredible job. So I now brought in new players and really good, really quality players, um, and um, have no options to change. Uh, Michel Antonio had to play like 80 games in the past, pretty much, um, and now they can share it a little bit up front there with their international duties. That makes absolutely sense. Um, um, Faketa, great player. Um, Kera, I know, obviously from Germany, top class defender. Sau, that's um, only to name a few, and um, that's just uh, the development of West Ham, and that makes it for us even more difficult. But the importance will not change. It's very, very important. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Big impact. Um, so now I, we can say that because he, he will not be in for a long time. Um, it's we talk about months, yeah. And um, so we will see. I don't want to. I don't want to put now a number on it because I, I always hope that in the middle of the rehab, then all of a sudden um, there's a very positive development and we can cut days off the rehab phase. But um, yeah, will be long. It's Yogo, and he's surprisingly okay um, so far. He's an incredibly smart boy um, and very reflected. And I think he knew it when, he, when, we, when we carried him off the pitch, when I spoke to him for a second. Uh, when I came out, we passed each other after the game and uh, spoke to him there, and he explained pretty much what happened. Um, and. I think at that moment he knew already that this is a serious one and, and could um, be pretty impactful for his World Cup dreams. Yeah. Carlos? Yeah, again. Um, <coughs> see the last few games how dangerous Darwin Nunes can be. 
West Ham have now got a player as well, their striker, Skamaka. Um, he's starting to find his feet now in the Premier League. It shows how it is difficult to get used to the Premier League, isn't it? And how, how impressed have you been with Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. Obviously, it's difficult. But we, we had this, this discussion, I don't know how often, pretty much always when we sign somebody. Um, it's not so much so important which position, but you, you, you always have exceptions like Virgil stepped in and was there, Mo pretty much as well, Sadio. Yeah, so that was so, and a lot of the other boys had had to adapt. Yeah? So, and the younger you are, and you should not forget how young Darwin is. Um, and the quicker your career went before, like all the steps were big, big steps he made, incredible, really quick. Um, and yeah, completely normal. So the Premier League is the strongest league in the world, the most competitive league in the world. So, um, yeah. And then on top of that, um, both for both strikers, um, it was the same. Both teams didn't start particularly well. And um, so that was not, it's not helpful for a striker. Um, as well, but I like his impact really. He's a he's a machine. He's he's physically incredibly strong, and he 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 gets there, and training gets better every day. Every day you can see it. You can really see it how he settles more and more. He's in the team now, mind-wise, 100%. He's really uh, um, arrived completely. But of course, he wants to score more goals and um, and set up. More goals as well, um, and um, so that all will happen. But it always took time. And you mentioned the games like cup finals. Now we had so many of those cup final games last season. You've had the pressure of winning game after game when you go for the title. At the end of that COVID season, when you had to get in the Champions League. So you're confident that your players can go on another run to get yourself further the table. Yeah, if you see it game by game, that's, that's no problem. Because the only thing you have to do, you put everything into this game and then you recover and then you put everything into the next game. So that was, is not a, a real problem. So I know, I, I think I understand a little bit where your question is leading to or whatever. So can you really do that uh, for that long? But that's why we change lineups um, as much and as often as we can without killing the structure. But of course, now two players who played for us left. Um, out for a long time is not helpful. So we have to think about systems, we have to think about um, everything. But that's what we will do and that's the job. Carl Markham. Hey, um, sorry to take us back to the city fallout, but you sat here on Friday and spoke in glowing terms about Pep, about City, about Haaland, saying they were the best in the world at the moment. That didn't arrive, obviously. No, <laughs> so I'm just wondering how you, how you feel then to to, to almost be <coughs> your, those your comments then to be blamed not blamed but you know people saying you inflamed tensions around the game because of, of what you said when when you spoke so well about that's live of people speak in public so it's not the first time that I get misunderstood so I know what I thought when I said it if somebody wants misunderstands that or wants to misunderstand I cannot change that. So I, that I have to be careful. I know since years that I'm not always careful. I realize as well, from time to time, I just answer and say what I think. Um, I try to do that um, in the future as well, um, because usually it's never my aim to, um, to blame anybody or whatever, just talk about things which I think are not that important in life, actually. Um, but I think what I know about, or I say what I know about it, or how I judge it, or I, how I see it. So that's it. I 
cannot change that. Um, I, I wasn't. Nothing of the things were made of were my intention, to be honest. So, I think all the other players who started the game are available again. Um, Curtis was on the bench. That what was clear, he will not, will not bring him on. We just had space, and he was he was in, is in training. Looks really good in training, but needs further training until he's really available. He could be a step closer now after two days, but didn't train yesterday, so maybe half a step closer. Um, Nabi uh, Oxley is uh, getting closer. Um, it's now yesterday full team training, but that needs time. Eh? was out for a while um, and now we have to make sure that he can put all the sessions in his legs which he, he needs. Um, Nabi was now in parts of team training, so it was all slightly different. Um, Ibu not in team training yet, but that's how we knew before, will not be that long. He will be in the end out maybe for 10 days until he can start training again. So that should... When was it? It was Rangers, eh? Ibu? Rangers, so tomorrow it's uh, tomorrow it's, it's a week. Eh? Yeah, tomorrow it's a week, and that's um, then uh, maybe Saturday, whenever he can go come is back in team training. He was not long out, so if he can train fully, he's available. Um, Joel still a, a little bit away, and of course um, uh, Luis as well, not even close to team training. Kelvin Kelvin is um, completely back in team range. He had a little setback, got a hit on the ankle, so we had to keep him out. But now he, I think he's ready to play U23s at the weekend, which would be absolutely great. This kind of question I would like not to answer. It's not because I, I'm. It's nothing really to say about. But we, we we responded as a club, I think. So I think that's what we had to do. Apart from that, everything what a non-native English speaker we could say is open, would be open to misinterpretation again. <laughs> I really think there's no reason for that. No, we just reacted as a club and that's it. Mark? You said earlier on you don't have to be best friends with every club. It cannot be. Exactly. Tell me, tell me two clubs who are best friends. Find them. Of course there's respect. How? Again, a question I don't. I, I, a question I can't even answer because I have no idea. Um, you have to ask that uh, people at City. I think that um, the game was highest intensity. Everyone fought for everything and stuff like this. That's how it should be. The two top. Come on, you were all brilliantly entertained. That's 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 how football should be. Um, again, I will. 
a training game like this would not be possible because I would be there with the whistle all the time and say, no, 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 stop, 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 don't do that, not like this and all these kind of things. But um, <laughs> that was part of this game as well. But um, apart from that, nothing really to say. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.